Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about forwards and letters. Okay, so when we're self-published authors, we can make decisions on our front and back matter without any outside um, direction or requirements. It's our books. That's what's one of the lovely things. One of the pros about self-publishing is that we can design our books as we see fit. Now, I'm not saying we should go off the rails here and do all kinds of, you know, unique things where the reader is going to be going like, wait, what's going on? What is all of this? But I will say that I felt led to write a letter to my readers. Now, a foreword is usually written by someone else, someone that is either um, close to you and your work. Um, They've read your work. They want to discuss it. They want to discuss your accomplishments. And it's kind of weird for you to do that yourself. So you get someone else to talk about your book. And they can highlight it. I've written a foreword before for a children's literature um, author. Because they know that that is like a place where my heart lives. And, you know, that brought me great honor. Just them asking me to do something like that. And so, instead of me going out and asking for a foreword, I did do something um, this time that just I felt led to do. I kind of mentioned it yesterday. Um, I'm doing um, a magical Christmas wedding right now. I'm in my edits. I got up to six chapters last night in just a a quick um, surface edit. Um, you're you're hearing my old timey. Um, windshield wiper blades. I'm sure you hear that noise and going, gosh, she's got some strange Halloween sound effects going on. But it's happening um, to be drizzling on my way to work this morning. But, oh no, I heard it. Another wreck. I heard the sirens. Um, so, my forward um, idea is to change it into a deer reader letter. Now, in this Dear Reader letter, I actually thought about putting things at the back, just kind of like in the uh, acknowledgments section, because I'm actually acknowledging my mother in this and kind of talking about the behind the scenes of the book. However, if I put it at the back of the book, then you kind of miss like the names and 
um, some of the little things, the, the little quirks about it, and I think that it would matter if you kind of had that background knowledge ahead of time. When you started to read the book, you kind of maybe would know where I'm coming from. And so I decided to do it, and I wrote it, and I was thinking yesterday, you know, I'm probably not going to work on this. I'm probably not going to write it until I get closer. Well, last night I wrote it. <laughs> I guess it was just burning in my heart to just go ahead and do it. Um, I cried twice writing it. I tried to read it. Uh, to my husband and couldn't. Um, I, I gave up. I started and I stopped. And I was like, okay, just tell me to stop. I said, just tell me to stop. He's like, stop. I was like, okay, I won't read you anymore. And so then I copied it and pasted it and sent it to my uh, friend in a message. And I was like, okay, can you read this? Can you tell me if this is crazy to put at the front of a book? And she read it. She said, I think your readers are going to love it. She was like, but you've used the word love way too much. And you need to try to say adore and try to put you some synonyms in there. She said to you, um, and I laughed, and I'm like, sure, I will. And she also said, well, you know you don't capitalize mother. And I'm like, oh, I know, but I do. I break the rules. Um, another thing about me is that you may say, Jennifer, why are you breaking rules like that? Well, I stand by that my mother is in a place of honor, and so I am capitalizing her, and she has that title. And I use mother and mom and daddy and father, and I capitalize those in all of my books. So if you happen to catch that and you say, Jennifer, you shouldn't have done that, I'm going to say, okay, just keep, over. Just keep reading. It's, it's the mom. It's the dad. And I just, I do. Um... And I made that decision a long ago. And my editor for Sweet Potato Jones, when they sent it back to me for Sweet Potato, it was like, okay, you capitalize mother when you use it in this one way and you lowercase it in the other. And so they went through and they did the caps and the lowercase. When you were directly addressing her, it had to be mother. When you were talking about her, um, it had to be lowercase mother. Um, and I was okay. I was like, okay, I have a publisher for this. I'm going to do it for this, you know, situation. But for the rest of my books, Mother is capitalized. And you guys might say, Jennifer, just, just stop. It's too much. You're over the top. But oh, well. Um, the letter, going back to the letter, she said she loved it. And yes, put it at the front. And so that's what I did. And it ended up being four pages in the book um, at the very beginning. And I talk a lot about soap operas. Um, that was my mom's daily routine. Okay, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And she had her routines. I know that she would try to take a nap before we got home from school. Um, that was kind of like a given. Uh, she took care of everything in the house. She took care of us. Um, and she also took care of herself because she had her time. She had her shows. And she had her soap operas she had her hallmark channel and her lifetime channel and hgtv and the braves every time it came on television my mama was a braves fan to where she wore t-shirts every day i had a quilt made with my mama's t-shirts when she passed that was on my bucket list um to do and my, one of my students' mom sewed it for me um and so i'll tell you that you know writing that at 
acknowledgement section that actually is going in the front, like a dear reader letter, did bring me to tears because, you know, I was having to bring up about, you know, who I'm honoring here. You know, I'm honoring my parents, my Aunt Shelby, my Aunt Janice, you know, my dog Rambo, and in so many other, you know, situations and people and little things all stuck in there. And that's what happens. I know it happens to all of us as writers. Um, and I just wanted to give the reader a little bit of that, just a little taste of that. So I went and I fixed all of that. I also fixed my images and I found a poem. And so using a public domain poem, um, is what I always go to. And, and I prayed about it yesterday and I was like, Lord, could you please give me a poem for this book? And sometimes I think, well, you know, if my poems overlap, it's okay because, you know, some of the themes might overlap. Um, but I was like, God, just give me a poem that, that I would love to share at the very beginning. And sure enough, it wasn't by the end of the day. It was probably by 10 o'clock, and I knew what point it was going to be. I messaged my husband, and I was like, okay, one of our poems is up here. I'm using one of my poems that we love. Um, and it's from Robert Frost. And I bet you guys already know which one it is, because I'm talking about travel, and I'm talking about time travel here. Um... And you guys know, if, if you listen to me enough, you know how much I love nature, being out. Um, and the falls is in the book. And Anyway, so, yeah, the road not taken. That's my point for the book. So, I worked on that yesterday. Um, and what, what I mean by working on that is that I go on Canva and I create my images with free use images. And I put in the poetry... And I create JPEGs, and then I download them and put them in the front of my book. And so I did that. I did the poem. Um, I did the letter, and then I started editing. And so I did get a lot more accomplished last night. And so we were talking about routines, and here I am working with freshmen. I don't know. I haven't really kind of said this is what I do in the day. My day is a day-by-day day happening. Um, it's really hard for an introvert like me to have a day like that. Um, that's kind of not a set routine. But I do know what I'm doing every day during a certain class period because those are my children. And I teach ninth graders in a year-long course. And right now, we're in academic literacy. And then we move over into English 1. So I will say that in... Um, in class, I have already seen a progression of students who are capturing books and holding them close to their face and leaning in as they read. And I can't tell you how important that is for their reader identity to say they finished a book uh, when if they've never read a book on their own independently uh, for free time or for enjoyment. And so I'm already starting, and it's uh, October, I'm already starting to see the positive impacts, you know, of reading in class, and, you know, I'm already seeing all of that. And so yesterday, we talked about vocabulary, 
and we did a vocabulary um, note taking and they had a little quiz and I gave them their little sheet of their academic literacy vocabulary that they have to learn how to to be able to navigate through to be able to talk the language um, of standards in our curriculum and like they they need to understand what does the word sight mean and textual evidence and you know all of the words that us teachers use that roll off of our tongue my students do not know those words um, and so when we were um, doing that I asked them for seven minutes study time a night and you know could they give me a commitment for that and so we talked about routines and we wrote down our routines of the day and I put my routine on the board so the kids could see my routine as a model and then they had to write theirs and they were like what are you serious you do that that's not good and I thought it was hilarious because my ninth graders who I'm always getting on <laughs> about their grades <laughs> in their classroom you know like like student behaviors i'm trying to teach them the student behaviors that are that they need to be in, in a group setting and all of this they're like no no miss lowry they don't call me dr lowry it just feels weird to me i don't know why but anyway i'm like okay here we go this is this is what we're gonna do i was like i'm gonna take off one of these naps and i'm only gonna get one and i'm gonna move my writing time down and that's what i tried yesterday and buddy was it successful and I've been telling you guys I didn't want to do a nap. Like, I wanted to try to cancel out my nap. Well, I'm trying to cancel out both naps, but I, I did cancel one out. So, yesterday, I went home, took my nap, kind of zoned out a little bit, um, checked all my social media, did all of that work. Um, when I woke up, I set a clock. When I woke up, it was time to cook. And um, usually after supper, I'll sit back on the couch again with my husband and take another nap. While he's playing his video game now, he just got breakout, so he's going to be totally immersed in that. Um, or if he's watching the news um, or watching a submarine video from YouTube, you know. And so th that's his time to zone out. Mine is to take a nap again. So yesterday, I didn't do that. I set my clock before homeschool to go off, and then I worked on the Dear Reader letter, and I worked on the image, and I did that stuff and got up to chapter six, and I'm like, yep, that's, that's a good time for me. This is a good productive window. And so we always talk about windows of time and how do we use them, and I'm like, yep, I got it now. I'm, maybe this is going to be the trick for me. I'm not going to say that I'm going to be able to do this every single night because Monday my routine looks different because of piano. But other than that day of the week, I could pretty much, you know, maybe pull this off. Um, and so I'm hoping to start changing some of my routines. And I talked to the kids yesterday. I'm like, will you guys hold me accountable? And when you say, how many naps did you have? Did you have two? And then... Um, one of my sweethearts goes, I'm going to do it, Miss Lowry. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And he's one that, you know, he's going to the gym every day. 
he has a very strict diet based on religious practices um, he is very conditioned to stick by routines he's been building routines of studying for an hour and a half a night um, and so it was great that he was the one that said at first that he was gonna stay after me and check on my routine um, so I thought that that was cool and it and it gives me that that next step to be able to talk with the kids about look we've got to learn how to manage ourselves in life <laughs> and this is one of mine so study mine is right um, and we talked about how if they are studying each night and I am engaging in literacy activities each night that is also me studying that is my study time as an adult to where I'm still improving and practicing my literacy skills um, because yes I'm sending off my work you know to my friends so that way they can see um, if I, I've got any issue going on or or what do you think of this and so it's it's another way I can share with them look I'm telling you to do these things because I also do these things as an adult and this can help you in life um, so I'm always bringing it back to a life skill and then it helps me too and so yeah I will say yesterday was a little bit more productive for me um, funny how my head was still bothering me yesterday I go home and that's why I needed the nap if I didn't have the headache I might not have needed one but I was like guys it is I've got to get rid of it I, like it hurts and we had already made plans to go out to my friend's birthday party I had other things happen in the family so I had to cancel it but um, my head was just pounding so I go to take some meds and I hadn't even um, taken the seal off of my Excedrin yesterday. So that means that I didn't even take it in the morning. It's like, oh, there, no wonder. And I woke up feeling it and I had to have my peppermint oil all day. And I was wondering why I felt so bad. It was because I didn't take my medicine. And so, you know, after taking that, I did not go and do emergency coffee or anything because one of my students was like, you don't need all that caffeine. Because I let them know, I'm thinking about having coffee I told you guys that and then one of my students was like yeah but but you don't need all that you can just start building your good habit and I'm like yes I sure can so Iman really was helping me out yesterday um, he could be a great motivational speaker that's what I'm gonna tell him you could be a trainer you could be a life coach um, so here I am at the next day and what is it gonna look like for me in my author world well Hopefully, it's going to look like a bunch more chapters done today. Today, we have no school again. And guys, listen, I don't know what's going on between us with all these days because they're back to back. We just had a day of professional development. Now, we're having another one today. And today, I'm the one that's actually leading it. I'm so thankful that I have another English teacher that I so respect. She's going to be in there with me. And we have a classroom filled with teachers going through a text set that I have built. Um, not only to, to model and showcase reading apprenticeship, but to engage them in classroom climate, classroom environment. Um, understanding the voice and the trust and building relationships with students and so that's what it's all about and we've got that today 
And I'm like, we just had a work day. We just had a day off. And now we've got, a, we've got another one um, this month as well. And I'm so used to taking these days off so I can be with my kids. And if it was up to me, I would be home right now with my kids working. I would be up the same time as my husband going off to work. And I would be in front of the computer and I would be writing and focused in on my career. But I'm having to give the professional development. And because that's a part of my job, I can't just say, okay, I'm out. Deal. It's my teacher work day. I'm out of here. Um, if my administration asks me to lead the sessions and create the sessions, I can't just bail on them. So I'm back at work again for another professional development. The last time I was the learner sitting in the room, um, this time I'm presenting. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I know that by the end of the day, even though I'm having a shared responsibility, you guys know what it's like to like present in front of your peers or, you know, in your colleagues. And if you're an introvert, you're like, oh, I can talk in front of kids all day long. Like, seriously. Um, when there's something about, you know, a, cl a classroom full of adults, and they're not always the, um, the best audience because they're thinking of grading. They're also thinking about being at home with their families. They're also thinking about, oh, my gosh, my routines aren't the best they need to be. <laughs> and they might be tired. And so, you know, we have to battle all of that, too, even with adults. And speaking of, it was 1145 last night when I finally put the computer down. And so I did get sustained writing time last night, but then again, I had to get up at 5.30, and so what's that all about? I told my husband, I was like, okay, try not to let me do that because, you know, this is tough. He's like, oh, I feel fine. And I'm like, yeah, I did read where men have um, less amount of sleep requirements than women, and I'm like, so you up playing breakpoint till almost 12 o'clock had me up writing but we need maybe a little bit of different sleep here in our lives <laughs> and so I'm like I'm gonna have to try to do better and I was thinking well maybe today wouldn't be as stressful because we wouldn't have the students but I already know more I already know better it's because I'm gonna have to uh, present it's gonna just put stress on me and it is hilarious. One of the teachers um, that I totally respect, he's honestly um, like an English teacher from a movie. Like if you would see, um, oh my gosh, I cannot think of the name of the movie, the Dead Poet Society. If you would see Dead Poet Society, like that kind of teacher, Robin Williams, that kind of teacher, you, that's who I use their classroom because I have to just use that one class period. I only teach one period a day. So it's like, okay, I, I, I can't have a permanent place. They can't give me a room just for that. So I share the room and he won't leave. He stays in there. Um, and at first he told me he was leaving. Then he came back and said he can't find a place. And I understand that because people um, do tend to navigate and find people. Uh, trust me, I know they find me when I'm on my planning. Um what planning that's what i want to say i'm trying to regain it and i can't um regain it i've never had it i'm trying to get it um i'm supposed to have a planning period but i never get it um so i'm trying at least to attempt to get some some time in to be able to do my grading and to keep up with the kids and write them back in their journals and and do all of the things i need to do at school at school so i don't bring those home um 
but at first he had his headphones on. Now he's moved away and, and he can listen to all of the shenanigans. And uh, he knows my kids by name now. So he said he's going to um, role play as one of my students in the, the staff development because he's in my room. He got assigned to my room. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to laugh. Please do it because it's going to make me laugh. I really need it. And so I say all this to tell you that routines can be built you can rearrange and you can look at windows of time now i'm driving in the car so i can't read the little excerpt that i took a picture of out of a book and i put on my instagram i'm in the middle of reading a book for a student she wanted me to read this book and she said that it really matters a lot to her and so I'm like, okay, so you're reading this. I want you to read Lyric because that means a lot to me. I'm waiting for it to come in the mail. So I'm going to take um, Lyric for her to read. And in the meantime, I gave her the Land of Stories because the Land of Stories meant a lot to one of my students last year until I made sure I got book one. Um, and it's been on my bookshelf to read. I haven't had time, but... Solomon also loved that book from Chris Coulter. He loved the Land of Story series when he was growing up. And I'm like, okay, you're giving me a book. I want to give you a book. And um, tell me what you think. Because everybody that's read it has loved it. And so I've been reading her book. And there was an interesting word yesterday about the way that um, adults consider time and how adults use their time. And I thought that it was so fitting for our author life that I wanted to take a picture of it. I might get on and when I get into my office, the book is in my office, I might just jump on here. I'm super early. There's like two cars in the parking lot. I am not kidding you. I am not kidding you. There's two cars in this parking lot. What in the world? So I might go in and read it really fast um, so that way you guys can hear that little excerpt from the book and I can encourage you to go get the book and read it um, as I'm reading it. But this month is all about Kate, right? So I'm going to be um, challenging you guys to get a tale of Des the Tale of Despero. My son saw it yesterday and he's like, I want to read it, but we got to finish Harry Potter first, but I want to read this book. He saw the mouse on the front and it's about a rat and I wrote about a uh, a rat and a squirrel and he was like okay i gotta read it because i'm ready to read the raptor revolution so let me part two so let's read this in instead so yeah we're reading this one now because he saw the cover and he knew it was about an animal so he sold right away which is cool i'm gonna read it and then read it with him um in homeschool so he'll have that experience but going back to um time that time piece Guys, we can get a hold of this stuff. We can manage it. We just have to play around with it. We have to experiment. Take ourselves as a lab research assignment. And we just have to figure out what works. And then we have to learn how to bend a little bit. We have to learn how to bend our time. And then we have to learn how to not feel guilty if we don't always have it the right way. So today, I might not get as much done as I did yesterday, but I'm hoping to get progress. That's what I'm hoping towards, to move towards progress. 
And uh, I'm encouraging you to do the same thing. Look at your routines. Hey, I wrote mine out on a board in front of people. Um, maybe that's something that can help you as a strategy to kind of see it. When I saw that those two naps were sitting in there, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I actually take two naps. They're like, what? No. Where is it? Where are you going to the gym? I'm like, um... I don't go to the gym. I only walk on Mondays. They're like, what? You need to go to the gym. And I go outside from 8 to 9.30. And I'm like, okay, I hear you guys. I hear you. I, I know I need physical activity. I know I need to put some good positive things in my routine. Keep them going. But I got to write too. And I'm like, I'm getting exercise in my fingers when I'm typing. They're like, it doesn't count. And I loved it. It was, it was a good, good lesson for them. And so maybe that's what we need to do with you is have you write down your routine and each day work towards it. And so like I was doing front matter, but it got towards the book. I got to the completion of the book. I also went on and I was not only checking my sales reports, but I was making sure that, you know, draft to digital is um, publishing up with Amazon. So I'm hoping to have that live today as a pre-order, um, I'm hoping to get all of that, all of the work um, kind of up and showcased. I'm excited about Bridges. Still didn't do that work yesterday. Um, it's coming out on the 13th, and I wanted to really, you know, shout out that I'm having a Facebook Live party. Maybe I'll all get to make an image really fast and put it up on all of my social media for people to go over to Jen Lowry author Facebook page. Find me there, Jen Lowry Writes. So that way you guys can join me on my live event. I would love, love to have you guys with me um, and just celebrating with me. And I am going to give out a free code for Lyric during that. Um, just to say congratulations, hooray, celebration. And I love that I have these codes with Lyric that I'm able to share with fans. So I definitely want to do that. Um, I've already given away a few codes. I had people email me um, from the last one, the last giveaway. So, you know, we're just going to keep going, guys, and um, doing the best that we can um, and celebrating the small things and the big days. And so I have a big day coming up. I have a book signing on Saturday and a book release on Sunday. So um, just pray for me that um, everything is going to work itself out. And um, that I'm going to continue to learn how to balance this life. And I'm going to be praying for you too. And I hope you have a good one. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.